0: I want you to know what impression you left on Bishop Elshoff this last Sunday. He texted me on Sunday night after the event was over and the day was done and said, you know, um, I'm just not used to finding such love and expression of love as you shared with me on Sunday and how grateful he was to all of us. Just so grateful to all of you for your care and support and your love for a person who is taking on the role of leadership in our region, uh, a very good man. And your attention to him last Sunday and your care, your long line waiting for blessing and so on, it was, it was beautiful. So I can't thank you enough for, for doing that. And I know he does as well. We got his ring (laughs) so we'll give it to him tonight actually and uh i just think that you know when you meet someone who is a man of the vatican ii and 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 saying in a guy in a reading he said you know relationships over law he would have put button in jail 20 years ago for saying that the vatican jail (laughs) but no to to see that this man is now the bishop of our diocese, that's an amazing gift and blessing. So, brothers and sisters, we have a lot to be grateful for. The sadness is that this thing in Gaza is just horrendous. I don't know if you saw the news this morning on um, any one of those stations, but oh my God, it's it's horrible. The destruction. And the squalor. And the pain that's being inflicted. Brothers and sisters, we must do everything we can. To pray for some reconciliation. The Jews were terribly offended by that strike. There's no question. But this response right now is just... It's beyond measure, I think. In my opinion, it looks... Horrible. I mean they're destroying parts of the city, just hospitals and campments. And so we've got to pray, brothers and sisters, for peace. Peace in that land. To restore that sacred place we call the Holy Land. And to restore the relationship that we have with those people. So please pray for that. It's a difficult time. It needs all our care, all our love, and all our support. The gospel today, I, I got to tell you, I had all kinds of thoughts on it. and Even my friend Clem Conley gave me two sheets to help me with it. But uh, I, I i found it difficult to make sense out of it. Not, not that I don't believe in what Pope Francis said this morning in Rome. He said, you know, the two things that, that this gospel sh- tell us is that first of all we shouldn't preach what we don't practice Now I thought about that and I said gosh I can't preach very much I better be quiet <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean it's it, we're all struggling so I hope you understand that when I when I share these things I'm sharing them not just with you I'm sharing them with me and and I'm, we're all trying to to do it better so please don't think that, that I'm practicing everything I preach, because I don't. But I'm, I'm trying. And I hope that we all are t- attempting to do that. And then he said, not to be spending so much time thinking about what people think about you. You know, your name, your reputation, your power, your place. You know, how do I look? What do people think? He said, that leads to perdition to disappointment, and to failure. So I thought about that. And, and I've got to tell you, the only way I think I can best preach it this morning is through two stories. I was just talking to Veronica before Mass, and she just came back from a retreat, and uh, it was about storytelling. And I do believe, my brothers and sisters, those are the ways we, we really do learn, is through the telling of someone's story and reflecting on that. And it's not to say, look at me, look at me. It's just simply to say, it's the human condition and we're all in it and we've all got to kind of do our best. So last night, I tell you, I hate going out on Saturday night. I got to tell you that. So please try not to invite me out on Saturday night. (laughs) I mean, you know, because I'm I'm dead the next day and I do, (laughs) but I shouldn't say it because the person that invited me is here today, but (laughs) But I I just knew that it was the right thing to do, and I I wanted to learn more about what was going on. So I went over to Pasadena, and um, I met a whole slew of people, especially Hispanic leaders of Los Angeles, uh, senators and... All kinds of people that are doing some pretty important things in our city, and um, then the principal of Saint Odilia's—do you know his name? Her name, Tom—I forget. She she came here two years ago and spoke for us at Saint Monica's when we had together in mission, and it it sparked an interest on behalf of lots of people in this community. And one of the people was Doreen Dominguez. And Doreen has got a program called the Dominguez Dream. And it's it's taken from her father's care and interest in education. And she's made it uh, really a cornerstone of her life. And so they had this dinner and so on to help to to support that, that program. And when the woman got up to speak last night, she thanked St. Monica for connecting her to Doreen Dominguez because she was here for that homily that, that day. And as a result of it, this school in central Los Angeles, one of the poorest schools in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, they now have 275 kids in the school. So that's terrific. And I'm not familiar with all the new educational things, but whatever it is that the Dominguez Dream is doing, it's helping those kids, especially those kids that are poor, to be able to read, to be able to to, to, to do math, to be able to have a leg up in their education. And I thought to myself, you know, no one in this church knew that. I I didn't even know it. I mean, I guess I did know it, but I kind of forgot about it. That that we can do these things. Every one of us has some capacity, some capacity to make some difference. Now, Doreen is making a lot she's doing a lot it doesn't have to be that big you don't have to take on a school of saint Odilius. you could send one kid an opportunity for a catholic education there i'm not raising money today so don't think that (laughs) i'm not but i'm just saying all of us instead of thinking about how we look instead of thinking about how what people think of us Why don't we just do some good things? Try to make a little difference in the lives of people. Changing people one by one by one. I need to do that. I need to do that. I was kind of embarrassed last night because this is a member of our community. And she just caught a message. And she called her couple of weeks later and then decided to do so. and there are many of you who do that in this community of faith I think it's an amazing gift so many of you are blessed by so many things but you don't just hold on to the blessing you're willing and you want to share it you want to help people you want to make a difference that's what this gospel is saying to us. Be real. Don't worry about what people think. Just go do it. Thanks. I'm talking to myself too, so? Do I. And I mean that sincerely. And then I thought about one last thing. And that's the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm familiar with that program. Very familiar with it. And the thing that I know best of all is that recovery doesn't happen on the outside. On the outside, we're still looking for power and place and prestige and name and title. And it's none of those things. That only leads you to addiction because they never satisfy you. You're always looking for more. More. It's when we when we go down deep and do the work that's required on the inside at the bottom. We find we call our higher power when we find that and know what that means it takes us along a path to share that with others to make a difference in the lives of other people who desperately need That inner work, that deep down care, that higher power, that sobriety that brings life and joy and hope. I'm not sure that that's the gospel today, but that's the best I could get out of it. Love you very much and thank you.